If you're looking to get one-on-one -on -one help with preparing for your next job search, get clarity on your career goals, or targeted help for salary negotiations, I would love to work with you. Just click the discovery call link in the episode description so we can get started and work together. I'm Merritt Fields, and you're listening to the Career Gems Podcast. Today, I'm talking to you all about coaching. What's it for? What's the purpose? And why should you consider getting a coach? Hello again, and welcome to the Career Gems Podcast. My name is Merritt Fields, and I help professional women of color purposefully and successfully pivot their careers and navigate workplace challenges. If you're a longtime follower, so glad you're here. If you're new to my podcast, welcome. I'm glad you're here as well. And allow me to introduce myself. I am a career coach, a strategist, and an expert of all things career. When it comes to overcoming the many career challenges that arise, I know what works. I alleviate professional women of color's frustration of trying to navigate workplace challenges all by themselves. I help motivated, ambitious, career-minded women of color to stop playing small and start going after their true desires to elevate their careers. I like to say I'm a career connoisseur. I'm SHRM SCP certified. I have over 15 years of professional and HR experience, and I have a lived experience as a Black woman and have seen firsthand challenges that women of color face in the professional world. So I understand what hiring managers are looking for, and I teach y'all how to market and promote your unique skill sets by using your authentic voice. Essentially, child, I help you secure the bag and get your dream job. In this space, every single month, I have a guest speaker talk about a special topic, and we are going to be dropping knowledge, we're going to be sharing all things career, and most importantly, sharing our stories, experiences, and also giving you all some advice. All right, so we're going to kick off with the guest speaker of the month. In this episode, I spoke with Kat Marte. Kat is part international education advocate, part entrepreneur and business coach, and a full-time work in progress. She received a master's in international and intercultural communication from American University and is passionate about advancing intercultural understanding, women in entrepreneurship, and building community. She's also an avid writer, yoga student, and adventurer. Welcome. I am so glad you decided to join me today. I have such a special treat for this month. And first of all, we met randomly on social media. So I always tell people this, this is a real thing. Like social media really is about building relationships and connections. And this is a connection of a person who I legit love dearly and we support each other on a reel. And we met on Instagram. Her name is Kat Marte. Y'all already heard the bio, but Kat, welcome to the show. 
Can I just say I'm really impressed that you said my last name correctly? Did you ask me that before? I don't remember, yeah. but uh-uh. I'm super impressed. Thank you for having me on here. It's really good. Also, fun fact, we met on Facebook. Do you oh, remember? That was like so long ago. I don't even remember. You're right. It was a Facebook group. Social media. Yeah. You know. Social media. I love social. it. I love social. Yeah. So good. <laughs> Great. Anyway, thanks for having me. Sorry about No, it's all good. (laughs) (laughs) It's all good. What I like to do with all my guests always is I like to do a lightning round. My lightning round is fun and exciting. At least I think so. And I'm going to ask you at least 10 questions. You are going to tell me the first thing to mind if there's no right or wrong answer. But these are rapid fire. So don't overthink these. Okay. Great. Let's do it. All right. Favorite flower. Sunflower. Okay. Favorite season? Spring. Sweet or savory? Sweet. A sport you wish you could play? I don't wish I could play any sports, to be honest. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, dogs or cats, but I think I know the answer to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My dog in the background just interrupted this. Your favorite movie? I like the whole superhero franchise, any of them. Except for maybe DC. They're not that good. Ooh, I knew you were going to say that. So I was going to ask you Marvel versus DC, but you just, you already answered it. It sounded like you were more Marvel than DC, which is funny because I feel like DC gets a bad rep. But that's another story for another day because Batman, <laughs> <laughs> Batman is fire than, than most Marvel. But you know, it's, you know what? It's cool. They're trying. That's fine. They're not trying. They've been doing it. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Batman been around. Hold on, wait a minute. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? I want that invisibility cloak that they have in Harry Potter. That'd be awesome. Mm. I feel like Fantastic Four. Is that Marvel or DC? Fantastic Four. Yeah. Oh, I mean that is DC. I don't know. Oh, because you didn't like it. It probably is DC. No, I just, I <laughs> I'm just it. kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Your favorite song? Is there, you know what? I really like Candy Shop from 50 Cent. I take you to the candy shop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was her name? But, Olivia. Yeah, she was like a one hit wonder. It's all good, though. It's all Olivia. good. Yeah. yeah she, she that was, was a great song. That was a great mm-hmm. song. There you go. It was a good song. Your celebrity crush. This is the last question. Celebrity crush. Oh my gosh. Listen, don't judge me, but right okay. now it's Timothy because he is just fire with that jawline. I can't. Who is Timothy? Timothy who? Timothy was in Dune. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of people are liking him. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's all like, I think he's five feet tall, to be honest. But he looked it in Dune for sure because mm-hmm. Daniel looked like she was towering over him. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean that's that's facts. But he's I don't know he's real cute. He's like twelve, but it's okay. He's an adult, so you you know you know he looks twelve. But like, listen, it's not no judgment. That's your celebrity crush. It is what it is. It's right now, you know, it changes. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, so Kat, our topic for this month is around coaching and specifically. Why would someone need a coach? And then what are the benefits of coach? I wanted to have you on here as a guest because I know that you are a coach and you have been, I even in our conversations, you've helped me even expand my own thinking around coaching as well. So I felt like this, you're the perfect person to 
have this conversation. But before we hop into the topics, I would love it if you can just give us like an overview, a background of just you, your career. What was your first job when you started? Were you doing what you thought you were going to be doing or what was your journey? All of those things. Oh, man, that's a loaded question. Listen, my first job was at Seatown Supermarket when I was 15. That was great. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was a cashier. It was lovely. I went to college. My mom said, you have to study something that's going to make money. And so I was like, no, screw that. I'm going to study psychology and make no money. (laughs) And that was great. No, I really wanted to help people. I just, I wanted to find a way to help people. So I studied psychology. I wanted to be a psychologist, but then something weird happened. I studied abroad and I totally pivoted and I decided to go into international education, which is actually what I do full time now. So it's still helping people. Mm -hmm. I help students with their educational journey as far as studying outside of the U.S. or students from other countries to come study here in the U.S. But I still had that bug of I want to help people one-on-one. Like I want to connect with people because my job is very high-level thinking at the macro level and I just want it to be at the micro level. Like I just wanted to connect with people like this, like talk one-on-one and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So I looked into coaching. There's all these certificates and all these things you can get and like highly recommend that route if that's for you. The route that I took was I actually hired a business coach, kind of like a business mentor coach, Mm -hmm. someone to explain to me what coaching looks like and how I can be a successful coach and sort of like just a crash course on coaching and what that means and the role of the coach and all these things. And that's really where I got my start uh, two years ago. And then my coach really helped me find clients, particularly on social media. She was big into social media marketing. So I kind of got into social media marketing and then so much so that I sort of made it my niche. So I help people with their social media marketing just because I was really interested in it. I thought marketing was like a really interesting thing. Like, how do you convince people that they should give you money? That's crazy. Like, that's mm-hmm. mind mm-hmm. blown, right? So. Yeah, that's kind of where I landed. And I still do that, I guess. Now I call it business coaching, but it's all the same. It's all just like helping people be their best selves and believe in themselves and put themselves out there and be uncomfortable with what they're doing. That's such a great overview. As you are thinking about coaching, I'm curious about what do you feel like are benefits that participants, clients, like coaches? What do you feel like are benefits that people are walking away with, with getting a coach? One, and what do you feel like are the benefits overall with coaching? Because I feel like, I feel like I had such a negative connotation of what coaching meant and what coaching means. And I'm curious just about like your take on coaching. Great question. So I just want to start off by saying that coaching is not for people who feel like they can't do it or for people who feel like they need help, they're feeling down, depressed, all these things. That's what therapy is for. If you're feeling down on yourself Mm -hmm. and you're feeling like you really need help trying to discover whatever, 
you need to go to counseling or therapy for that. Coaching is for people who are highly motivated, who know what they want, and they want accountability. They want someone who's going to help them reach their goals in a positive way because Mm -hmm. they know that they can do it and they just want that support to do it. That's the first thing. So with that in mind, the benefits of coaching are that accountability piece. You know, we're not wired to be motivated all the time. In fact, it's very likely that you will be unmotivated in certain parts of your journey. And mm-hmm. so the coach really helps you push through, right? So I'm the type of person who I start something, get really excited, then I feel unmotivated and kind of just like over it. <laughs> and I'm sure yeah. that happens to a lot of people. So a coach is that person that's going to help you stay on track and continue towards those goals that you set for yourself. And I have found that the most highly motivated people are the ones that seek coaches because they understand that it's not always going to be easy. So they're looking for someone that's going to help them throughout that process. Did that answer your question? Yes. Part of it, it answered the question is like coaching is for people who are highly motivated. You know, you need accountability. You know, you need to work with someone, but that is very, very different than therapy, which is. I think like deeper seated, rooted around feelings, around emotions, around behavioral things and behavioral changes. And listeners, if a coach is telling you that they can help you with those things, run because they're (laughs) no, they cannot. Like you need to be like a certified person and a professional in that field to be able to help field those issues that are surrounding it. So, yes, that part is there. My other question for you, Kat, is around when someone works with you, like when a client works with you, what would you say are the benefits of working with like a coach and like the benefits of when I walk away from a coach, like what does that look like? And then I'd love to hear even your experience of coaching because you said you met with a business coach to figure out your own stuff. I'm curious about what that experience was like too. So the benefits of working with a coach, in my opinion, is to help you break down barriers. So for example, when I went to my business coach, I was like, yeah, I want a coach. But this is a very common, 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 like probably the most common thing that people say to coaches Mm -hmm. when they want to start a business or something like that. I don't want to be salesy. I don't want to sound like a sleazeball. I don't want to cruise into people's DMs and tell them to buy my products or services because that's salesy. So that Uh is a barrier that I have. And I know so many people have this barrier, especially women have this barrier because we just don't want to seem pushy. We don't want to seem salesy. We don't want to seem aggressive. We, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So one of my barriers was that, not wanting to put myself out there and seem salesy and seem aggressive. And she helped me through that. And the way that she helped me through that was by giving me little exercises, little things to do. So she would say, Mm -hmm. you know, this week, why don't you post something with a CTA, a call to action? Next week, why don't you contact five people and ask them to do coaching with you? These little exercises each week got me to get out of my comfort zone and made Mm -hmm. me push myself until the point where now, fast forward two years, it ain't nothing for me to hop in your DMs (laughs) and say, hey, you look like you need a coach and I'm here for you. It's 
it's a game changer. And that's what it is. Like, just because I said that it's highly motivated people doesn't mean that they don't have struggles. It just means that they're ready to work through those struggles. So if you're ready to work through those struggles, you get yourself a coach. The coach tells you or advises you or listens to you or whatever it is that you need to get going to the next level. And then you are responsible as the coachee to take the action. So I'm not taking action for you. I'm Mm -hmm. there for accountability. I'm there to tell you my opinion about a certain thing, take it or leave it. But it's your responsibility to take action. Does that answer your question? That did. Yes, that's perfect. Thank you. I want to talk about like the hustle and the grind and like grit behind things. I feel like as a woman of color, And I feel like as a person who also is balancing both having your nine to five and also having a business, I think sometimes it gets lost around just like the work ethic that comes with balancing those things. And also with social media, I think one of the disadvantages is that people sometimes forget that things are a process and that it's not an overnight thing. So I would love to hear just your perspective and your experience about your own like process of grind, your work ethic and like how you have grown and progressed from year one, day one to where you are now in year two. There's a lot there that I could say, but one of the things that if no one takes anything out of this besides this one thing that I just said right now, that's great. And that is that. It's not a side hustle. It's not a side gig. It's not a side anything because I don't define myself by my nine to five. I'm a whole person Mm -hmm. with 360 degrees of things that I'm interested in and things that bring me joy. And just because all those things don't necessarily bring me income doesn't mean that they're not part of me. So when I say I'm a coach, well, that does bring me income, which is great. but this whole thing of us defining ourselves by our nine to fives is problematic because it's like one-sided. So all that to say that when I first started as a coach, I was had imposter syndrome because I was like, oh, like I have a nine to five and that means I'm not a real coach because it has nothing to do with what I'm trying to coach on and I don't know what I'm talking about and this and that. When the reality is I spent hours upon hours learning about social media marketing and implementing what I learned in my own social media marketing and getting results from that. So Mm -hmm. when I tell someone you should do this or this worked for me, I'm not an imposter. Like I studied it. I did it. And I'm telling you that it works. So there is a psychological shift that you have to make, especially if you have a full-time job that you are worthy, like you do know what you're talking about and you are a coach. I'm a coach. I'm a writer. I'm an international education advocate. I'm a lot of things. It's just trying to get that mindset right of understanding that, yeah, you can do it. And then putting in the work to do it. Like two years later, I still have a lot of work to do, but I'm way further ahead than people who have said that they're coaches for like five years, you know, because they haven't put in the work. Yeah. And a good example of that 
I took a break. I took a little break, took like a two months off and I was still getting new followers. I was still getting likes on my posts because I put in so much work in the past mm-hmm. two years and that compound interest was just coming right back to me. You know, like I did the work and now I'm reaping the benefits, that kind of thing. So to your point, like there is a lot of nitty gritty behind the scenes that people don't realize. They're like, oh, Kat, she's so natural on camera. Like, oh, she just knows how to do the social media thing. And it's like, go back and look at my first video. That thing is disgusting. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that thing is gross. Yes. Do you ever find the need where you like, I look at some of my past stuff and I'm just like, oh, honey. Sometimes I want to like erase it. And then I'm like, no, like there's so much value in seeing the progression. Like I need you to know this was not a polish out the gate. This is because I have been at this for a while and I can like, especially like my reels. I was looking at my first reel that I did versus the reels that I do now. And I'm like, oh, OK, progress. Let's go. So, yes. Yeah. Let them know. Let them know. My last question for you, Kat. Um best advice that you've gotten it could either be professionally with your coach whatever it is what is the best advice you feel like you've gotten that you would love to pass on to someone else oh I think that the best advice is that you don't know a damn thing right like (laughs) I don't know anything I talk to my clients and sometimes I learn more from them than they learn from me you know like you have to keep learning. You have to keep an open mind. Never think that you've mastered anything in life. Like we don't master anything in life. We just work hard, you know? Yeah, that's perfect. Wow, was that depressing? That was a little depressing. No, I, <laughs> oh, I thought it was inspirational. I was like, yeah, like you're never going to be too good to like to not learn. Like, <laughs> you know, oh, I love that. As a master. Like you will always continue to learn. And I think that that's what keeps us humble is when you don't think you can learn anymore, where you stifle and you don't grow and good luck. (laughs) Yeah, no, that didn't seem depressing to me. Um, Well, Kat, thank you so much for joining. I super, super appreciate your time and listeners. Thank you for tuning in. And I hope that you all have a fantastic day. So this concludes today's episode. I hope this reminds you that sometimes having that accountability partner really is the missing link that you need to get to the next level.